Welcome to the show. What is the show? Simply put, the hosts arrive each episode armed with elaborate and convoluted theories. They and their guests share and discuss back and forth until one theory reigns supreme. There isn't actually a winner or a loser, it's just a fun game between friends. Still unsure on the rules? Well, please, let me explain. Hello, hi, um, I tripped over, I tripped, fuck, I tripped over myself in the intro. Uh, hi, it's me, Emily. It's Emily. Um, and today in this episode, I'm giving into my own hubris. And uh, I'm having coffee for the first time in two months. And I'm Teray, and I'm in love with one woman with some very pointy feet. And this week, we watched Kingsman, The Secret Service. Lovely movie. Love how, love how she stabs people with, with her, her little pointy feet. Yes, I love Cuts her off very much. a man's hand with her pointy feet. Cuts a man in half with her pointy feet. She cuts a man in half. She cuts Snape in half. Oh no. Oh man, what an excellent film! So Kingsman is a movie. It is. It is a uh, movie. <laughs> that begins with four Secret Service agents going on some sort of an operation. When unfortunately, the guy they capture turns out to have a grenade. One of them jumps out and jumps on top of the grenade, dying. Thus, one of the all the rest of them pull off their masks and whatnot. And Colin Firth's character is like shit i should have i should have seen that and (laughs) the youngest boy there is gets a big congratulations because he is now lancelot Mm -hmm. and that's our intro to how a kingsman becomes a kingsman because Mm -hmm. the kingsman is a secret service organization built up by 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 one unruly rich tailor man during the first world war and then basically got a bunch of rich boys together to create their own unallied, ungovernment controlled secret agency. Because mm-hmm. all their kids see... died in World War One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see Colin Firth going along to <laughs> say hello to the grieving widow. Sorry, I love how you just keep you refer to him exclusively as Colin Firth. Well, what else am I supposed to call? So Colin Firth. His character's name? Harry? Maybe? I don't know. So Colin Firth is talking to the grieving (laughs) widow. And he's like, we want to give this special medal. Here you go. And she's like, my husband's dead. I hate you. And he goes, all right, I'm going to go talk to your child then. And he goes over. He's like, do you want a little medal, little boy? Here you go. Uh, he He also, very important thing, tells the mother... If you're ever in trouble, call this number on the back of the medal and say the code word, Oxford's not brogues. We cut forward, and now that little boy has grown into quite the older rapscallion. Mm-hmm. He's good looking he's what? He's, he's definitely a very good looking rapscallion. That's Eggsy. Yes. Uh, he's, a, he's a classic British lad who also maybe commits crime sometimes. Certain things like... Uh, 
stealing the car of one of the guys who works for his stepdad who is really really horrible and shitty and abusive Mm -hmm. uh and he's just kind of trying to just you know make his way through life uh he steals that car drives around with his friends a little bit but then a fox is in the road and so he instead crashes the car instead of running it over because he cares about creatures and stuff and then he also we we also find out how much he loves his friends because he tells his friends to get out of the car and mm-hmm. he totally back he rams back mm-hmm. into the front end of a police car which means we also yeah. know Eggsy is down for the cause yeah <laughs> so he does not like the police and it's great nay, nay. uh and there he is he gets his one phone call and he calls and he says uh help me and then he remembers right oxford's, oxford's not, not broke and then <gasps> what's this Harry, also known codename Colin Firth, uh, shows up to help him. One thing I forgot to mention, uh, Luke Skywalker is old and has been kidnapped. Oh my god. He's he's on a mountain. (laughs) Mark Hamill plays a professor of, um, oh god, something with, like, uh, he's a professor and... of 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 environmental science mm-hmm. and he's luke skywalker and the men holding him captive are like it's okay we're holding you captive but we're gonna give you some nice scotch whisk alcohol alcoholic with, liquid was, um... that will make you shit apparently <laughs> it's like I mean, it's it like, does. like <laughs> like the big no, no no but like like the big thing for it is like oh it's a laxative you're gonna love this sir <laughs> Uh, and then um, Snape shows up because he it's needs. It's not Snape. He needs sugar. It's not even Alan Rickman. It's not him. No, he sounds the same. Yes, it's it's huh. actually the dude from Pirates of the Caribbean. It's he oh. plays the cap the captain who was mm. in love with Elizabeth. Okay, that's who it is. So, the captain shows up to once again look cool and then be a disappointment because he kills all the guys and then he gets cut in half. By a very good-looking woman who was in Star Trek Beyond. She's wonderful. Hell yeah. Her name is Gazelle. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely. Her mm-hmm. name is Gazelle, but whenever she goes into a fight, they play something more like a, like, like a jaguar or a cheetah, like, roaring. She's about to attack. It's, you know, it's fine. It's whatever, you know? It's you not, know. you know, it's not accurate. Like, you call her, like, call her jaguar. Anyway... Anyway, um, Snape, not Snape, not Snape is dead, uh, and they gotta replace him. That was Lancelot. He's dead. Um, everybody in the spy organization is, is, um, boy, my brain's going a lot faster than my mouth is, it seems like, right now today. Everybody's named after the Knights of the Round Table, and now that they're dead, the main guy who's the head of it, his name's Arthur. He's um, Batman's butler. Um, it, it's Michael Caine, guys. Michael Caine, my- thank you. Um, Batman's butler runs a spy organization, and he's like, um, all right, everybody, we, we gotta go out there and go get some rich white boys. And, and two of them were like, what if we got girls? And it was like, Okay. It's like as Fine. long as they're not poor. 
as long as they're not poor. And then and then Colin Firth, aka Harry, aka Galahad, pops up and he's like, "I'm gonna get one who's poor. Fuck you." And then he does. (laughs) And then here's Uh, Elton John. Elton John isn't in this movie. He is in (laughs) the second one though. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So and so. But fuck. Uh, we okay. We looped ourselves back around. He's getting out of. Exy is getting out of where he is being held, which is a police station. Got it. Cool. Okay. okay. Uh, Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I have to to go tell my cousins to be quiet because they are running through the hallways and yelling. I will be right back. Okie dokie. Okay, I'm back. Okay. So now we've made our way back around, and and Harry is like, Hi, my name's Colin Firth, and um, uh, I want to recruit you to my spy agency. And so he takes him. They go to a bar. They go to a bar. Right, yes, okay. They go to a bar. There's a great fight where he beats up a bunch of the goons who work for Exy's stepdad. Uh, then he's like, all right, you want to be like me? No. Exy goes home. His stepdad tries to threaten him. So Exy, uh, he, he runs and he does some he sick runs away. parkour. Colin Firth put a little tiny microphone on Exy's collar that lets him hear everything that the guy just admitted to. And he's like, haha, I'll take this to the police bastard. And uh, then, yeah, Eggsy runs away. He does some really cool parkour. And then he goes with Harry. And Harry's like, well, your father would... I, I recruited your father at a young age. He had the same face. <laughs> he had the same look on his face. I don't know if they had the same face. Because <laughs> there's a fancy elevator in the tailor shop that takes you on the ground. They've got a fancy bullet train and everything. Thank you. Yes, the bullet Very train cool. looks like those little tubes that the people at the mail office have like the little <laughs> pneumatic tubes they get into one of those things but it's big but it's big. everything comes back to the umbrella academy oh god oh no <laughs> anyway oh fuck okay okay and so they make their way there and Exy gets to meet a bunch of the other possible recruits uh they a lot of them are like haha what are you poor (laughs) except Uh, the girls but he meets two nice girls and they're like yeah it's okay hi my name's this hi my name's this amelia Uh, and roxy amelia and roxy and then uh they are all finally going to sleep it's it's basically this large rectangular room and in like the back area there are like open plan showers and toilets and like a big mirror with a bunch of sinks and stuff it's it's very out in the open, very army and such. Also, they meet a very wonderful Scottish man named Merlin, and and King. he's basically like, "All right, here, what's this? Oh, it's a body bag. Write your next of kin and your blood type and your information on it, because uh, if you die, we're sending you back through that. And if you tell anybody anybody about this, you and your next of kin will be in that bag." 
which is impressive because I don't think you could fit two people in there. <laughs> They'd have to be in pieces. <laughs> just dump wet meat into a body bag and it's just Luther. That's And they come to life and that's Luther. Christ. <laughs> everything, everything in this first season is just going to lead back to either the Umbrella Academy or... Uh, <laughs> or it's Velvet the Umbrella Gold Academy Mine. or Velvet Goldmine. There's no our, in between. Our podcast is a turtle, a, a world on the back of a turtle... And then there's another turtle on top of that, and another one, and another one. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller, and at the very bottom, it's Velvet Gold Mine. See, season one is just Discworld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's just Terry Pratchett. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they're sleeping, and then, ooh, what's this? It starts to fill up with water. The whole room starts to fill up with water. It's their first test. <gasps> they do some Oopy. stuff. Uh, people put some of like the shower tubing uh down around the u-bend of a toilet so that they can access air still uh but eggsy is the one who's like i don't know what to do and then he realizes this is a two-way mirror someone's watching us through here there's air that way and he he brute force punches underwater punches through this mirror and that (laughs) is the moment that i realized i really liked taryn edgerton and then basically the water goes out, everyone gets sucked out, and Merlin's like, congratulations, you did it. You got smart points, 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 except for you left one of the girls there. And she's dead. Amelia dies. Floating face down, and it's it's just a very sad time. Essentially, we see all that kind of stuff as they're going through, uh, oh my god, how long has this gone on for? I'm... I am okay. We're thirteen minutes. <laughs> hey, at least it's not as bad as the Twilight intro. Okay, that took forever. That did take forever. Uh, at the same time, sorry. Um, there's a uh, Nick Valentine. No, that's a Fallout character. Richard Valentine. Richard Valentine. Thank you. He's a tech billionaire and With a lisp, evil man, played by Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Jackson, uh, he's pretty cool. He wears fun hats, and he's got a dope lisp. And uh, which is Samuel Jackson's real lisp? Yes. Uh, Colin Firth goes after um, goes after Luke Skywalker and finds out that Luke Skywalker's head explodes, and he gets uh, <laughs> he sets a grenade to stop the bad guys uh, from killing him or giving him shit whiskey. I don't know. Uh, and he gets knocked into a coma. Uh, we have a montage of uh, Harry's beard growing longer. That's that's Colin Firth, just so you know. Uh, and uh, Eggsy training and uh, Valentine basically kind of like recruiting more and more people to his cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's basically giving them this sort of like chip so he can listen in on them. And if they disobey him, he can just activate it and basically explode their heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have that stuff. Uh, things happen. Uh, Eggsy, everyone gets to pick a puppy. That's one of my favorite parts. Uh, and Eggsy's very stupid. And he... He thinks the pug is a pit bull. He thinks it's a pit bull. And instead, he just has baby mode. And he names him JB after Jack Bauer from 24. And then... 
he does um stuff. Harry wakes up. Uh what is happening? Harry Harry wakes up and then um I keep getting distracted because I have co- I've had coffee and then I go, okay, I'll have another <laughs> sip of coffee to focus myself. And, okay. and and thus the loop continues. It's great. Fair uh, enough. Yeah. Um, so Harry Harry wakes up and they realize that hey maybe Valentine is up to some shenanigans, but neither of them really know who Valentine is. So Eggsy steals Merlin's iPod, which Merlin looks very offended about. Very offended. <laughs> and then Harry steals it from Eggsy, and Merlin's just <laughs> Merlin really is just angry, like <laughs> just in <grumpy>. the middle. <laughs> and then. Um, uh, they watch a video about Valentine, and then mm-hmm. before we know it, there's three there's three wannabe Lancelots left. This uh-huh. one asshole named Charlie, Eggsy, and Roxy. The Yay. love of my life. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> they go on a fun mission uh, where they are supposed to get this, uh, basically kind of win over this mark, I think. Yeah, it's a honeypot. It's yeah. a practice honeypot mission. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, instead... Uh, the waiter at this club uh, reveals that he has basically drugged all of them and they all fall unconscious. Uh, Eggsy wakes up tied to uh, subway tracks. And there's a train coming along and he's basically like, tell me everything about Kingsman and maybe I'll let you free. Is Kingsman worth dying for? And Eggsy either screams, fuck you or fuck yeah. It's and fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, yeah. And then the railroad track goes it goes down and a little bar comes across and the train just goes over him and he's fine. He's safe underneath. Uh, by, by go over him, I mean, it's good. And then surprise Colin Firth is there and he's like, well done. You did it. You moved on to the next step. And Charlie fails. Yeah. Charlie just rats everybody out immediately. And then they leave him there to yeah. tie himself. Yep. And Charlie is also revealed to be Arthur's like recruit. Because, mm-hmm. of course, Arthur, the one who is, like, the most I-hate-the-poor, would find the most I-hate-the-poor recruit. Mm-hmm. Just just a lovely circle, lovely cycle. Uh, and so then, uh, as well, very important thing, uh, Valentine has released this SIM card, basically for free, giving everyone free internet, free calls, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry basically kind of goes to one of uh, Valentine's you know, galas, uh, and his cover is just so, his cover is so good, but also so obvious that he's a spy that Valentine cancels the entire gala. It's just like, it's just you and me. We're going to talk. We're going to chat. It's a one-on-one. Yeah. And they they go back and forth of of just like, I know that you're an evil villain and I know that you're a spy, but never saying it, never, ever saying it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which it's, is it's interesting become, because yeah, I think has Colin. Yeah, he's played a he's played a villain in a thing before. Oh, and, thank God! And usually, and usually mm. Samuel L. Jackson plays the good guy because you know mm-hmm. Nick Fury. That was my dream job, gentleman spy. He's like, oh well, I always fancied myself being the colorful megalomani- megalomaniac, the colorful megalovania, and. Yeah. Took another sip. God damn it! <laughs> All right, um, they, away from they, me. Eat, they eat McDonald's, mm, yeah. and Valentine puts a tracker in Harry's food, mm-hmm. and um, 
Harry goes back to Kingsman, so Valentine shows mm-hmm. up at Kingsman. Eggsy's uh, also there because it's Eggsy's like special twenty-four hour uh, day off, which is very fun. Uh, as well, very important thing. Valentine. A lot of celebrities have been disappearing. Celebrities, government officials, dignitaries, all that stuff. Valentine is basically being being like be part of my new world order, and you're fine. If not, I will trap you in a jail cell and in my underground be part of it bunker. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. And the main one he kidnaps is Princess Tilde of Sweden. Mm-hmm. She's very important. She comes in later. She's nice. I like her. Oh. She's I just pretty, realized she's... what I said. Moving on from that point. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, stuff happens. Um, uh, they get basically brought in. Uh, Eggsy goes to see Arthur and Roxy goes to see Merlin and they're basically like, all right, your dog's here. Cool. Here's a gun. Shoot your dog. Yep. And And Eggsy refuses to do it, but we hear a shot fire as Roxy has done it. Uh, and then he goes over to see Harry. Well, he basically has been kicked out of Kingsman. Yeah. He steals Uh, a, he steals a Kingsman cab and then drives it to, well, Harry drives it to Harry's house. Eggsy takes it to the Black Prince. Yeah, because he's gonna go. Too. He's gonna go beat up his stepdad because he sees he finally gets back to see his mom again, and his mom has a black eye. Mm-hmm. He's fucking pissed, and then Harry unfortunately takes him away before he can beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Harry's basically like, "You fool! It was a blank. It was just a test, uh, and I'm a bit grumpy with you." Uh oh, I gotta go on this mission. He goes to this church in the middle of. Uh, the u.s we get the best line in the whole mm-hmm. <laughs> entire this is essentially movie. like the westboro baptist church yeah. uh there's a lot of like slurs and hate mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. scene uh it's very i mean I'm, I'm gonna be honest comparing it to what we're hearing nowadays it's, yep. it's somehow slightly tame yeah but it's still very intense and then he needs to leave and then we get the line mm-hmm. which is i am a catholic whore living out of i think it's some something like um, i am a catholic whore living whore. out of wedlock with my like with my <laughs> with my black jewish boyfriend who works at a military abortion clinic so hail satan have a lovely day madam and then he leaves and it, she yells at him. Leave. Yeah, he, he almost gets, like, out the main door of the church. And then Valentine flips a switch. Mm-hmm. And all of the SIM cards and all the phones activate. Yep, yep. And Harry turns around. And he shoots her. He just goes ape shit. Every single person Fully. in the church starts killing each other. Ugh. And Harry is more dangerous than all of them put mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And through a like all kind of one long cut, it's kind of disguise cuts around. Uh, the you think it's James Vaughn is the direct his his shooting style for uh, fight scenes in Kingsman is so unique and amazing. It's so it's, it's definitely a very bloody <laughs> scene, uh, and it's all put to Freebird, and he proceeds to kill every single one of them. Yep, yep. And then he steps outside and he's like, and Valentine's like, wow, hey, look at that. Yeah. And he's like, you made me 
kill every single one of them. He was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, you think this is the part where I'm going to tell you your evil plan, my evil plan, and then you can figure out a way to escape? Well, that isn't this kind of movie. And he shoots Harry. Yeah. And Eggsy's watching the whole thing through um, Harry's glasses, and so is Merlin. So they both get to watch that happen. So that's super fun and traumatizing for both of them. Uh-huh. And that happens. Uh, all the Kingsman members basically... Uh, kind of toast uh, to Harry's memory. And, but Eggsy shows up later mm-hmm. and it's like, Arthur, I, I figured it out. This is what he's planning. And then he sees this little incision right underneath the ear on the side of the neck mm-hmm. on Arthur, which is, which is how Valentine puts his chips into people. Yep. And he realizes that Arthur's the bad guy too. Uh, he tricks him. Arthur tries to poison him, but Eggsy switches the drinks, kills him. Uh, and then it is up to Arthur, or not Arthur, (laughs) that's dead. Roxy, and Merlin. It's all up to them to stop this. Uh, Roxy gets to basically, like, float up using 1950s technology to basically, uh, blow up one of Valentine's satellites. Uh, and Eggsy goes in as Arthur. Uh, she basically kind of shut it down remote or like directly in there and it doesn't go super well. There's a lot of a fight scene and then Merlin hacks into the control for the, uh, inhibitor chips Mm -hmm. that basically protect, uh, anyone who has that little like chip thing from Valentine, uh, that it protects them from the signal and everyone's head explodes. And yeah. it's and it's not and it's not gory. It's colorful like smoke. It's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's honestly a very fun scene. Uh and Obama's head exploded in that one too. <laughs> that was that was very interesting. Yeah, he was one that of That was a good it, time. It was it was only from behind. Yeah. So you can just see his head and his ears. It's very great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and so yeah, that basically that stuff happened, uh, and Eggsy has this great fight with uh, with Gazelle at the very end, uh, mm-hmm. defeats her, and then uses one of her legs to kill Valentine. Mm-hmm. He throws it like a big spear and kills her, and then he goes and says hi to the to Princess Tilda. He says oh hi. He says hi in a very fun way. <laughs> well, he says a little. He says a little more than hi. It's a very classic James Bond kind of moment. But you yeah. know what's the nice thing? He's dating her. He's fully dating her, and like, like, wanting to get like he wants to marry her mm-hmm. in the second movie, which is amazing because usually it's just like a one and done kind of thing with the James mm-hmm. Bond thing. But no, he's like, yeah, what's up? You're great. I love you. You're super wonderful. Let's get married. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's Kingsman. Ex- exquisite. Yeah. A great movie. I highly recommend it. It's fantastic. That took us about 27 minutes. You know what? Twilight took us like 45 <laughs> It's about 40 minutes to get through just the summary of the first movie. It's just, I'm... mm -hmm. So it could be worse. That's true. So, um... It's time for theories. 
It is time for theories. And I have, I have some. And you have some. I have some. How many do you have? One, two, three, four, five. Nope, this is my Adobe Premiere notes. Uh, I have three. <laughs> okay, I have four, but three of them are kind of just building into... Well, the first three are me just building in... Well, the first two are me building up to the third one. Lovely. So... So should I do one and then you can do a good portion of yours and then... Yeah, sounds good. Perfect. I think the first Kingsman test was a mistake. (laughs) I think they use those sleeping quarters and those facilities, you know, rather consistently when they have to test people. And it's it's a lot easier for security reasons and such uh, just to have, like, Merlin press a button and fill the entire room with water. And then it fills it with some soap and then it just drains out and that's all nice and clean rather than having to like pay for more staff to like clean and do turnover and like all that stuff. Yeah. So like, you know, Mer- Merlin's smart. He makes tech and stuff. So he's like, yeah, okay, hey, sure. We'll, we'll just like do that. Oh, all the lights change to like UV lights or something and it kills all the bacteria. Yeah, it's fine. It's lovely. I'm, I'm Scottish and I'm, I'm smart. And so it's the first night of having all the new recruits there. He's like, oh, you know, how oh, it's going to be great. I've got to, I'm going to like break them down morally uh, after, at 9 a.m. after breakfast. Uh, we're going to do uh, gun practicing at that point. He just kind of stretches and his elbow just like bumps into his into his clipboard, which is like an iPad thing. And, and he's, you know, he reaches over, he gets his drink, gets his tea. God damn it, I, I was pretending to drink and then i grabbed my coffee mug and then i had some more coffee okay uh but he's like he takes a nice breath out he just goes ah and then he realizes and he looks over at his at his clipboard where where on it it says cleaning in progress and he just goes shit shit fuck 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 and he's and he's just sprinting down the hallway running Takes and he the just time to throw in a poncho before you go. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> he just <sighs> And he and he makes his way over to the little observation to the well, the giant observation window. And <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay, it's full. I'm gonna open Oh my god, oh my god. He's <laughs> <laughs> exit in you can, progress punching you it can, out. You can Yeah. And he's like, oh you can you can fill you can you can use the shower tubing to get the, what are they doing? And he's like looking up physics things to give them a lecture on once they break. Oh, Eggsy's coming over. Um, all right. Um, uh, Christ. Okay. Uh, and he just like steps to the side. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. You can do this. You can do this. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> and then he's just like. Tests. Tests are on your billable hours. It's fine. You're going to get paid for this. And then it all breaks out. He's he's just standing there. He's, he he starts he's running there and he's just like on the way. He starts thinking, you know, this might as well happen. Just fully John Mulaney and just like might as well grab a poncho. This isn't gonna go my way anyway. Oh god. 
Which which also like, you know, ma- makes you makes you think. Like, it could it could could just be like every single one of the tests is mainly kind of on accident. <laughs> Fully Merlin. <sighs> like, oh yeah, you know you're gonna be uh you're gonna be jumping out of this plane, uh, and you have all got parachutes, whatever, blah 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 blah. I can't do a Scottish accent, so I'm not gonna even attempt. Uh, perfect. Did I? Oh, and he's and he's like, ah, oh, you know what? It's time to have my lunch. I'm gonna have my lunch while they're doing their thing. And he grabs his backpack and he opens it up and he's like, mm, okay, move the parachute and where's my snap? Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> like, I can't well, believe I I've done this. This one of you doesn't have a parachute. Sucks to suck. Now you gotta guess which one of you it is. <laughs> and he's. And like he he just he you know he he, he kind of talks intermittently through that scene mm-hmm. as they are as they are falling down, and I feel I feel like at certain points he just mutes himself and he's like oh my god what the fuck am I doing what the fuck and he's and he's like grabbing the backpack and shaking it he's like you motherfucker why couldn't you and he accidentally flips it over and it says extra on it and he goes oh <laughs> and he looks to the right and there's his backpack and he's like oh ham and cheese. Oh, <laughs> and he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with I'll it. Just roll with it. It's fine. Uh, even you know, even even just like uh, at this point, Merlin's so stressed that he's that he's like taking sleep aids and stuff, and so he's got like some prescription strength stuff, and and then you know. He, once again, he puts them down and then he, like, stretches a little bit. And then we see, in a Rube Goldberg, almost like fashion, the bottle rolls its way along, down an air vent, a couple pills fall out, they shoot along, they go through, They one of them falls onto the shoulder of someone and they're walking along and they're in the kitchens or whatever, preparing whatever's needed, and it falls into a bottle of champagne. And he's just like, you know, I was just going to teach it, like, how to romance a woman, but, um, you... Uh, knock do we out? have the do we have the train set ready? <laughs> Guess we're doing this ahead of schedule. We're just yeah, we're just gonna move this up. They're gonna be the they're gonna be the most ready, most anxious Kingsman candidates ever. <laughs> Fabulous. So like, listen, listen. If we have like a like world in danger level threat very soon. After one of them graduates, boom, you're gonna thank me. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Arthur, who knows actually what's about to happen, has to be like, "Oh, I don't think that's going to happen." Mm-hmm. And then it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. So I think a majority of all the Kingsman tests were honestly just fake. Or, Fair enough. Uh, there were there were all accidents. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. That makes sense. That, mm-hmm. that that is plausible. Mm-hmm. It's plausible. But yes, that is my theory. Alright. So this the my the combination of my first three, you're you're gonna have to follow me here. Cause you have three, right? I have three. Because I've te- this is technically only two theories. Because I, I had to train mm-hmm. of thought this this first one. Mm-hmm. So so 
So just follow me here, all right? All right, let's go on an adventure. I'm ready. So. 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 So we have. So we have. So we have Harry Hart, right? Mm-hmm. So, Colin Firth himself. Yes. So what if uh, nine nine years ago, uh, well, a little more than nine years ago. So what if a young Harry Hart was um, on a mission in Paris and he met a woman named Donna? Uh, okay. And they kind of had a fling. And then, 20 years after that, Harry, as uh, undercover as a dude who's also named Harry, but his last name is Bright, gets a letter in the mail from, from Donna telling him to come to this island in Greece. So he lets Kingsman know, hey, I have a thing to go to. And they're uh-huh. like, cool. There's some stuff we need you to do while you're there anyway. I am so, so like, excited for whatever me. the payoff is of this because I have no idea what the fuck is happening. Continue. <laughs> so so he so he gets there and he misses the boat to this tiny little island in mm-hmm. Greece. And on when he's there, he runs into this dude that he knows. But they can't say that they know each other, because that would be breaking a code. This guy's name is Sam, but Harry knows him as another name. Okay. A name that gets passed down from agent to agent in a very specific organization. Doug. (laughs) No. James. Okay. So, this guy works... MI6 and Harry works for Kingsman so they've run into each other a couple times. They fucked you know yeah it's like. No. No. <laughs> no. But they know each other. They're familiar. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but they're both going to this island and they both realize they they know the same woman. So they get to this island and there's lots of Ava music. Okay. <laughs> Stop. 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 <laughs> is this fucking Mamma Mia? Is this Mamma Mia? Yes. yes. Pierce Brosnan, who plays Sam Carmichael, also played James Bond. James Bond and Kingsman takes place take place in the same universe because both 007 and Harry Hart have went undercover at some point around the same time twice. As Sam Carmichael and Harry Bright, respectively. How dare you make me learn things <laughs> about stuff? I've never seen Mamma Mia. You've never seen Mamma Mia? Emily, we're going to no. have to have a movie night on the server where we watch Mamma Mia and the sequel, Here We Go Again. No, but if, but if you say that, they're going to make me watch it. I mean, I've seen the That's one the where, where the where boys dance on a on a dock yes that's lay all your love on me it's a very fun scene they're all very is colin firth there is he there colin firth is not there but dominic cooper is okay and who's and who's dominic cooper 
So you know the the vampire that uh, that Abe Lincoln is friends with, that Abe Lincoln vampire hunter. That's Dominic no. Cooper. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these. Things. Well, just look at it this way. Uh, guys, okay, if you're so on the Abraham, server, we we need to plan a movie night, and we're gonna make everyone no, watch Mamma Mia. Okay, okay, so Meryl Abraham Street. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer is part of the. <laughs> James Bond universe, then. No. Oh, it's not. No, it, it is be... now. Okay, There fine. you go. Fine. Fine. I'll... You get you get that one thing. Wait, no, wait. No, wait, I didn't <laughs> want to use it for that. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, Mamma Mia and, uh, and James Bond and Kingsman canonically take place in the same universe in the same timeline. Damn it, I used my cinematic theory wish up. But <laughs> I have to wait till next season. I have to wait till next season for me to be able to like do it again. What am I gonna wish on? Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> hey, if you had a single wish that and that allows you to connect two franchises together, what would it be? Oh boy. Um. Hmm. Because I really want to connect, like, like if the actors are the actors and aren't the same thing, I really want to connect the Twilight series to Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because oh, I, really? because I like the idea, because I like the idea of what's up, Max? We got to go to Planet Drool. I am Sharkboy. Also a werewolf. <laughs> Shark now. My name is Shark Wolfoy, and I smell like wet fur at all times. <laughs> or, or it's Jacob's twin brother. Don't Shark like Boy. it? Get fucking used to it. I say fuck in this movie too. I'm doing that as well. That's my second. That's my second wish. You get to you get to change one series into explicit. Like they say the swear words all the time. Fabulous. And I think Shark Boy and Lava Girl would just be kind of enhanced. Mm. If Shark Boy got to say fuck, yeah, like like one time, maybe they will in the sequel. And and Lava Girl calls Max a bitch, like just just one time. Maybe in the sequel, mm. they're getting an actual official sequel. They're getting an actual official sequel. Yeah, they're doing a sequel to Shark Boy oh, and Lava Girl. Is Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Yeah, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. You're getting a sequel. Marvel Rodriguez is making a sequel. Mm. But mm. if if I could connect to franchises just mm-hmm. fully no caps uh umbrella academy and the mcu because imagine tony adopting all of those kids out from under reginald out of just spite mm-hmm. just fully out of spite <laughs> luther would be a good person He'd be a good person. He'd be an actual good, decent human being and an excellent sibling. And Ben would still be alive. Mm-hmm. That, that would be fun. That would be fun because Tony Stark would be like, Hi, I have super technology. Um, and it does allow me to x-ray things. Luther, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, son. Hey, son, <laughs> what the fuck is up with help. all of your bones? <laughs> like, can we get you some medical help? Like, you... You need medical help now. <laughs> and listen, listen, listen. If you're if you're going off of like 
you know, the Marvel, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and such, if we go it from a from a Lego Marvel standpoint, <laughs> the X-Men are also included there. Yes. Well, because you can play, you can play as, so he's going to be now. like, it's okay, Luther, we're going to get you adamantium bones. Actually, no, be because fabulous. that's a very painful procedure. And I don't think Tony Stark would put him through that. But no. he would be like, dude, I am giving you like a robo cast for all of your body at all yeah. times. Jesus dude, Christ. He'd, he'd have made the technology <laughs> he uses to heal Rhodey's legs a lot earlier. Oh, yeah. Ooh. All right. That was oh, a yeah. hell of a tangent. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, we're still doing <laughs> theories. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. Theory number two, Emily. Go. Me? Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So you know how Valentine and Harry have those scenes between each other? Mm-hmm. That, you know, hey, it's just, it's, it's just like, oh, I can tell what you are. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I can tell what you are. I think it wasn't shown on screen because it would have extended the like the movie by about five hours. But I think I think there was countless scenes where the two had a Death Note level like like Ellen Kira just like I know that you're the bad guy, but if he knows that I know, then I have to trick him to to do that. You know that would not surprise me. There and really you know they're just. They're sitting at dinner eating their McDonald's. And, and you know, Valentine's just like, you know what I was always good at? Where's Waldo? I was always really good at finding the guy who was trying to hide. And then Harry, as he takes a single bite of his french fry, he's like, <gasps> do I engage? Well, if I engage with it, then... He might go on a tangent and say, I'm like Waldo, who's hiding. Or technically it would be Wally, because they're in, no, but Valentine would. Anyway, but I'm like Waldo. And he would do that. But okay, I can I can just say no. I can just I can just switch the topic. But wait, if I switch the topic. Just fully lights internal then, monologue through the entire, the entire Then he'll document. know that he's touched on something. And he'll <gasps> Well, I, hmm. Okay. Fine then. And then and then he just like tries to open his mouth. He just coughs out a fry. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. Um thank you for such a happy meal. And then and then as he walks away, Valentine goes, Damn it! Damn it! He got me. He coughed out a fry. I could have never expected that. That fucking genius. That motherfucker. I hate him so much. I hate him. I hate him. He's figured it out. And then, and he's like, but at least those improv skills able to get out of such a tight situation. I am now at least 7% sure that he's a spy. Jesus Christ. I was in that character, and I drank some more coffee. God damn it! <laughs> you, you just got really into it. I should put this away. I should make you, this you not should, next. You to should me. put it next. You should put it somewhere that you can't immediately get to it. Yeah, you're right. I should just. I should do that. <laughs> All right, the mug's empty. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was an excellent theory, Emily. Mm-hmm. All right.
Are you ready for my second and final theory? Uh, yes, but I have to say one last thing. Uh, yes. I'll take a Big Mac and eat it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Emily? Actually, no. no. I have a, no, I have a follow-up theory. No. Uh, Gazelle is Ryuk. And, um, because I'm going to be honest, Harry never talks to her. He can't tell. He can't, he doesn't know that she's there. He like looks back at her because he feels a presence. But he doesn't know. Now that is interesting because then, uh, then Princess, Princess Tilde's, uh, security guards have used the death note before. Oh my God. Wait, does that mean, wait. Princess Tilde's used the okay, so um go ahead with your next theory. <laughs> Emily, I, I wanna tell you mm-hmm. when you when you said I'll take a Big Mac and eat it, I, I cannot stress enough how much I fucking hated that. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. I want you to know. I hate it. But we need to make merch out of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll be adding it to the merch notebook. Uh, oh, God. Okay. So Harry, Harry reaching over to have his burger. But what he doesn't know is I've hidden my spy glasses inside the burger. <laughs> oh, no. So I can check information whenever I need it. God. And then Valentine goes, that's a... There's... Glasses in the burger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's trying to throw me off. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so, my my final theory. Mm-hmm. Because, because we know... So, when Harry takes Eggsy to, like, get ready for, like, the Kings and Trials and stuff, mm-hmm. Eggsy does not know any contemporary rags to riches stories Except my fair lady. Uh-huh. Now, this has led me to believe that Eggsy is kind of a theater fan. But my thought is, Eggsy hates all musicals except for five very, very specific ones. Is one of them Mamma Mia? No. It's from a very all specific right. time period. They're all, all right, from you, late. Proceed. They're, they're all like... 1970 or before. Okay. He's an old musical fan. So, My Fair Lady, obviously. Mm-hmm. The Rocky Horror Show. Little Shop of Horrors. Anything Goes. And Singing in the Rain. And then he hates everything else. It's just those ones. Does he like Singing in the Rain because of the umbrellas? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just a version of Exy that just makes musical references all the time. Oh my god, absolutely. I love that. He's he just he just you know, he 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 sees, you know, Giselle has cut off these guys' hands and whatever, he's like, Oh, just like the plant in Little Shop of Horrors that uh that eats people. That's pretty fun. And then and he's like, Oh, you you can transform yourself. He's like, Oh, like in my fair lady. 
And he's like, yes, um, and these are our umbrellas. Oh, like in Singing in the Rain. It's like, no, well, no, Eggsy, but yes, technically. Um, uh, well, okay, all right, yes. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just because mm-hmm. my, my thing is, if, if Eggsy's growing up in London, mm-hmm. like, he his parents are from a time when Rocky Horror Show was like had just become a stage production Mm. the movie had just the movie came out in 75 (coughs) Mm -hmm. so eggsy's parents would be deeply familiar with rocky horror and you cannot convince me that michelle and lee eggsy's parents did not go to Mm -hmm. see rocky horror at some point eggsy's gone with his friends before his his mm. friends are mm, of course. His friends are very wholesome and are definitely just like, hey, you know what? Let's go see Rocky Horror. Fuck it, let's go. We're down. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like let's go, let's go see the movie where they let us yell and talk during the entire movie. Also, yeah. they let us bring beer. Yeah. Um, and Eggsy's trans. To let's throw go see Rocky Horror like, Picture Show. Yeah. yeah. God, Eggsy is trans. I don't know if y'all know this, but Eggsy's yeah, trans. That's we just we decided that it's just that's how it is now. Sorry. Like we got we we got like when we were actually watching together, we got like three minutes into the movie where like you were actually seeing Eggsy, and I just went, "Oh, he's trans." <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she 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 is and uh, like oh. Like, uh, you know, because, like, he, him pronouns, hell, hell yeah, man, love, love, love who you love. Mm. <laughs> and Dean's like, um, I accept that you're trans, but I'm still going to commit this hate crime. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> you know. I'm, go- I'm going to be a bastard, but um, I'm going to respect your uh, pronouns about it. <laughs> yep. God damn it. I, okay, I still, I've lost the ability to do a British accent on cue. Now it's vaguely Oof. Irish at all times. God damn playing You've only been playing Alistair for like a month. I've only been playing Alistair for a month, and at this point, if he died, I don't think he actually could. No. He is. Does he is, is he's he's, a DM anyway, will never kill your character anyway, so. Yes, and also we, I'm not gonna we're not gonna talk about the campaign, right? You cannot get that would be a very long <laughs> tangent. That would just draw this episode out for another <sighs> fifteen minutes. Yeah, but that'd be fun, you know. We should do like mini episodes about D and D. Yeah, yeah. That we could start doing that. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Time. Our little podcast passions, you know, like oh Mm -hmm. hey, I like doing this, and hey, I like doing this. So, um, (sighs) at a young age, if you're okay with me moving on, yeah, go ahead. uh, At a young age, at some at some point, Exy's mom had to have told him Oxford's not brogues and he's got his dad's medallion on a little chain that he wears I think he's had that since he was a little young kid and his mother his mother must have told him if you ever get in a if you ever get in a scrape if you ever get in trouble you call this number and they'll get you out of it what one one time one time what do you think a, a small little child's going to do with that? He's going to go to the candy store, shove his hand into the gummy worms bucket, and he's just going to walk out. <laughs> it's just 
fully gonna grab no i would i wouldn't i wouldn't even say he's just gonna stick his hand in the bucket and run i'd say he's gonna grab the whole bucket and try and book it out he's just yeah but here's the thing here's the thing he's not gonna book it he's literally gonna like make pointed eye contact with the worker and then and then just go right um, and like show him the medallion go oxford's not brogues fuck off (laughs) he's gonna go which is weird because he's like eight in this scene Mm-hmm. But so sp- specifically, my theory is that the entire time Exy was growing up and knew about this, Harry has been spending his free time in the background trying to stop him from using up his one getaway with like get out of jail free, free card. <laughs> Just running around behind him paying for things that he steals. Yes, he's like, oh, he's just a very eccentric child. Here you go. Yes. He's <laughs> like, I'm his uncle. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm, here's an extra pound. Whatever. Quid. Something. Ooh, money. Uh, <laughs> it's just like yeah. He he's he is just. He knows how important and how helpful it is, and so he just he just keeps, he just keeps showing up and just being like, really sorry about that. Um, here's some money. Here you go. Or or Eggsy will like get out of almost out of the store and suddenly he doesn't have anything in his bag anymore and everything just disappears <laughs> and and Eggsy just like keeps going back and forth to the candy aisle and somehow someone keeps stealing it from him at that point fair enough that make that makes sense harry just fully like mm-hmm. pov pov to a very exhausted harry in the future or well, not in the future when, like like two years into doing this, when he finally breaks down and goes over to Merlin to ask him if he can actually build a gummy worm magnet. <laughs> just so Eggsy will stop stealing. So he can just like take them back. And you just like oh click God. a button and it just like summons all the gummy worms back to him. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. That's fantastic. Oh man. That's a good theory. I like that. That's a, a good time. <laughs> that adds some extra depth to Harry and Exy's relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I the first time he actually meets Harry after calling, he's like, "Oh, you work at the corner store, don't you? I will. <laughs> I will see you there." And he's like, "No, I don't." He's like, "Do you want to? Do you want to come with me? I can almost get free stuff there." You know. And he's like, "Please, please, <laughs> please don't." don't. Please, I beg you. Harry just visibly pales and just looks so exhausted. He's like, oh my god. Oh, you definitely haven't gotten... You don't have enough sugar in you. Oh, you definitely need some gummy worms. <laughs> and, at, and at Merlin that point... just cackling in the glasses. Just fully uh-huh. off of his chair on the floor. In tears. And we, and we, and we see Harry with... Just like regret and just like finally giving up in his eyes, just just like click and twist his watch to the gummy worm setting. He's like, just give me a second. He holds it up, like five gummy worms fly to nowhere and slam onto it. He's like, here you go. <laughs> because that's insane. right, the gummy worm magnet was created eventually. Uh, James Bond, we need the extended cut, <laughs> please. <laughs> 
In the digital extras of Kingsman, there's two special sections that have been added on. One is the Death Note cut, and one's the Gummy Worm cut. <laughs> the Death Note cut is seven hours long. Mm-hmm. The Gummy Worm Chaos cut uh, gives you anxiety. <laughs> Just exclusively. It's, it an gives extra, you it's an extra immediately... hour that's mm-hmm. almost exclusively mm-hmm. to unsettle you. Yes, it gives you immediately diagnosable anxiety. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh my god. Hi, we're the creators of Xanax. (laughs) Do you want to be able to get our medication, but your doctor doesn't seem to be convinced? Watch our special sponsored version of Kingsman, (laughs) the Secret Service. (laughs) And trust me, you'll be broken by the end of it. (laughs) Like, then they'll have to give it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh god. Ugh. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Do we have any final thoughts? Any um, final moments? I mean, not really. Just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just remember Eggsy is trans. Eggsy is trans. Eggsy is trans. You know? So when you draw him, beautiful, six-pack, shirtless, whatever and such, mm-hmm. you're going to include those scut- those, 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 those cuts and those scrapes yeah. and those bruises and a scar from a time he got shot while he was in the military, and you are going to include those top surgery scars. Mm-hmm. Young military age Eggsy, when you do the fan art, give him the top surgery scars. Cowards. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it. I think that's going to do it for us for today. Yep. This has been a podcast. This has certainly been one of those. Mm-hmm. So, uh,. Sorry for going for about 30 minutes. Wow. I think I think I probably just sounded drunk slightly. Is it is it I This is an espresso. Oh, this was an espresso. Oh. Yeah, that'll that'll certainly do it. That makes sense. So most likely I'm going to be unconscious or feverish in like 20 minutes and I can already feel it yeah, because that's what happens when I have a caffeine crash. Bathroom. Yep. So, yeah. I've, I, it's, listen, I've had a 92 Delmo. <laughs> I will shoot. God damn it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so share this with your friends. Yes. Uh, bother people about it. Mm-hmm. Watch our episode or listen to our episodes again. Join our yes. Discord. Listen, listen to episodes. Join the Discord. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out my music. Mm hmm. And please, remember to fucking vote. God, please. Please fucking vote. Please. Vote for Joe Biden. Just vote for Joe Biden. Just vote for him and be be thankful that we have a president who's actually going to listen to us. Yeah, I'd like to have rights. Yeah. Some of us need those. Some of us need those. They're important. Very. Mm-hmm. I like having health care. I do too. And I'd like to have it forever. Me too. Yeah, so go vote and don't vote for Donald Trump. And no, if you vote, vote for, for Donald Joe Trump, Biden. I will come to your house with a bat. I don't care if I don't know where you live. I'll find it and I will be there with a bat. <laughs> we'll figure it out. If you're I'll pick up Emily for, on the way. <laughs> if you're voting for Donald Trump, comment below with your name and address. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah if, you're, if you're voting for Donald Trump, leave your address, you know. And your most and, vulnerable parts upon your body. 
Yeah, I mean, besides your kneecaps, because those are going to be gone anyway. So don't please worry list, about it. please list any past vulnerable uh, injuries. Yeah, that you yeah have. any any past broken bones, any uh, sorts of things, medical surgeries, scar sites, etc. You know, mm-hmm. just 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 so we're prepped, just so we so just so we know where to aim. Yeah. So yeah, uh, when you draw Eggsy, give him top surgery scars. Vote for Joe Biden. Uh, mm-hmm. I can feel my body slipping away from myself. Why the <laughs> fuck did I drink this? Why did I drink this? <laughs> <laughs>